Hi, I'm Judy Stewart, and this is Unpaused, a podcast for women wanting to reinvent their careers after a break from work. Leonie, I haven't spoken to you for quite a while, and you must have a lot to report. (laughs) And I know that time and wireless are very much in short supply, so let's get into it. (laughs) Where on earth are you? Okay. Hello. Well, we are in Kings Canyon, which is about three hours west of Alice Springs in a very simple way of explaining. So we've had seven nights in Uluru, which was uh, a dream come true. I I don't even know how to describe it, but it it was so wonderful to be there. And then we thought there's actually this whole track you can do, but we can't go on unsealed roads. So we just turned off the main road as a little detour before we go to Alice Springs. So between Uluru and Alice Springs and there's some beautiful bushwalks here apparently. We're on a station camping site that has a camel farm and there's a camel burger, which we may well try. So tell me, Leonie, children are happy? They are. They are, yeah. We've just had five whole weeks and I feel like we're, we're now in the swing. It still very quickly goes from very good to very bad and then yeah. back again. But I feel like we've got the hang of it now and our pack up this morning was really very smooth and I think we all felt it was a major achievement to get to Uluru because that was our one and only goal so now everything else is just a bonus and I will say the first few days of Uluru we did nearly think we need to turn around and go home we were getting very cross with each other there's something about her I just wanted to be at Uluru the whole time so you'd want to do the sunrise and then you want to do the sunset and then there were these huge walks and I think we were just exhausted. And then we realised after the second day, we thought we're going to do the big bike ride round the base of Uluru, which was basically my whole dream of this whole trip, Mm. that we hadn't got the five-year-old a seat. So, of course, one kilometre in on his little bike, he says, I'm tired, I can't go on. Mm. And it was just one of those days where you think, oh, my gosh, like I just want to do this. The two big ones were rearing off. It's 10 kilometres round the, the the base. I was so annoyed with myself because I knew what we needed to be really prepared and we sort of just went, oh, no, it'll be fine and didn't really, you know, dot all the I's in the end. Yeah. And, of course, it bit us. So Jono had to sit with him. They made a, a quarter of the way around and then I had to take Jono's bike, which had the little baby seat, Mm. and do we did the rest but the baby started falling asleep because we were so slow that we were now sort of in the heat of the day and I'm cradling this baby (laughs) trying to bike ride with one hand and we came home and I think we just were out of our trees with Mm. what what are we trying to do we can't do everything together all the time so after that, we made a decision. The next morning, I went and did the, the base walk again on my own. And then the day after that, Jono went and did the Catachuta Valley of the Winds walk on his own. Mm-hmm. And now we sort of get it. Like, we don't have to do it all together all the time. It's just not feasible. And also realising that the adults need a bit of time on their own because it had been, yeah, four or five weeks of just no time on your own at all, which mm-hmm. I... I found quite challenging now we've had that huge realization we're on in a much better swing of things do you find that the children need some time on their own yes they, they can't really articulate it but definitely our eldest he loves time on his own and mm. he has really in fact they have all in their own way had a little meltdown in the last week for sure 
and there's been a lot of talking about home and I miss home and yeah yes definitely so we probably need to add in a bit of one adult takes one child on a walk or something but I mean at the end of the day Judy you're just doing your best and I I just really try and listen when they are upset the other day we just through all the things we missed from home and it was actually quite nice my bed the fridge the dishwasher <laughs> we just went through it all and then they were kind of okay and I think it was good to have we booked for four nights initially and then I extended it to seven that was our longest stay anywhere and I think that really helped as well to just mm. be in one spot mm. and it's I mean, it's quite incredible out there. It's sort of a whole village and you're sort of part of this resort. There are many hotels and varying degrees of accommodation and then the campground. But the cool thing is you're allowed to go to all the pools. So the campsite had a pool, but then one afternoon we went to the fancy hotel and, and had a swim at their pool. And another day we had the breakfast buffet at another hotel. So it was quite cool to to mix and match around yeah. all the different options of the resort, which no, they really good. enjoyed. Yes. And then just to swim every afternoon because suddenly it got so hot, 30 mm. degrees now, whereas you know, 10 days ago we still had our parkers on. Okay, Leonie, what about a technical Right. Well, I feel I probably need to report that the caravan we bought in a hurry and we just had to get one and there has been <laughs> quite a few things going wrong. When we're not on a powered site, if we're free camping, our water pump doesn't work, which makes it really difficult to access water. We've got a big canister that we have to fill up and it just makes it a bit more difficult. I'm sure everyone's listening, oh, what did you expect? You're camping. But I mean, yes, you can't quickly brush your teeth or wash your face or you have mm -hmm. to always go to the bathroom block for that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So we do try and go on powered sites as much as we can, but you, they are more beautiful when they're free camping. Mm -hmm. And then I don't want to go into it too much, Judy, because you are too fancy to talk about this, but our toilet has been leaking. Oh, I, need to, oh, and... I really don't want to talk about that, but <laughs> yes. It was only for emergencies in the middle of the night and only number ones. So let's just oh. leave it there. But yeah. as a result, we have stopped using it, which means that if a child needs to go and we're in the, you know, Uluru had 200 campsites, so I don't want them to go off to the toilet on their own. So someone has to get up, take them, and we're not using the shower either. There's some kind of leakage problem. So that's made it hard too because we don't have that utility. So we, we always have to go and use the, the shared facilities, which we have got the hang of now. It's actually okay. But because there's so little storage in our caravan or maybe there's too many people in our caravan, it's just annoying that we're now basically driving around this big empty space that we could have, I would have loved it filled with shelves and we could have put all our clothes yeah. away or had more pantry space or whatever. But that's a big learning for next time. We knew that invariably some things would go wrong. And you do in a place like Uluru when there's so many different rigs, it's so interesting. There's no limit to the fanciness of some of these setups. Mm. But then at the end of the day, you're all in the same place, you know, doing the same yeah. thing. And I kind of like that it's a bit creaky and not really working properly, properly now that I'm in a relaxed mode. Yeah, you do sound more like you're at one with your reality, you know, not resisting. So yeah. the thing that I've wanted about all the way through, Leonie, was food. How on earth are you feeding all of these children with these hungry yeah. boys successfully <laughs> without dropping dead yourself? Well, I've, I've just realised you can't obviously skip a meal, but also morning tea, afternoon tea. You must present something at every meal mm. and keep it rolling. 
And I've got to say, I have never been this mother to buy the Nutella, but I am buying the Nutella in huge one kilo jars now because Nutella on a slice of bread just really helps tide you over for the next meal. Mm-hmm. Someone said to me, oh, no, you've got to do a massive shop two or three weeks in advance when you hit a big town with the big woolies. But our freezer space is as big as a loaf of bread. So we really are a bit limited with that. We, we shop in sort of two to three meals. I, I said there's a rule. You cannot go to the shops without buying three meals. Come back with three meals. Don't just come back with one meal. I have found a lot of tin things. So baked beans, tin tomatoes. I mine a lot of the pasta sauces in a jar that I just oh, yes. quickly whack on. Tuna, tuna pasta, tuna sandwiches. Those tortilla wraps are fantastic because you can buy a stack of those and then just make sure the cheese, the yogurt, the breakfast is all, there's a lot of cereal being eaten. What's the Um, kids' favourite meal? Oh, well, they would say none of it. They're over all of it. I must say there's not much variety in the diet at the moment. Mm. They do love a barbecue. We tried kangaroo skewers the other night. I wouldn't recommend it. It It's quite gamey, sort of Mm. a, a less tasty duck, I would say. Chicken skewers with rice, they love. Jono does a lovely Tuscan bean thing with a pork chop. We do try and do as much as we can outside on the barbecue. Um, Tonight we're doing tacos, so mince tacos. Although I now I'm realising I don't have any lettuce, so it's going to be a poor man's tacos. Little boys don't (laughs) like lettuce, Leonie. (laughs) In my experience. Oh, that's true. In my experience. And a lot of long life milk too now. Just anything that we can keep at room temperature and then pop in the fridge at the last minute. Leonie, I'm full of admiration. I didn't ask you where in the trip you're up to. So you're up to six weeks, but how many more weeks have you got? We're five weeks yesterday. So six weeks will be halfway if we could do the whole 12 weeks. Mm. 12 weeks it's, is the aim. But I just feel like there's no shame if we want to come home earlier. It doesn't matter. But now that we're here, I really would like to see Alice Springs. We'd love to get to Darwin, I think. We'd be really thrilled to get to Darwin. Yes. And how long would that take? I think we're going to do two really massive days in a car to get from Alice Springs up to Darwin. So I would say it's going to take us two seven or eight hour driving days, which for us is sort of 10 or 12 hours travel because we're a bit slow. What is the secret to the long travelling days? One secret. Well, it's the Esky bag full of food. I'm throwing muesli bars. It's like a car kiosk, muesli bars, packets of chips, cutting up fruit on my lap, the trail mix. It's just constant food, lollipops, anything just to keep them quiet. They are very good now at amusing themselves and we also have downloaded a lot of music so music and food, music I'd say. Food. Why don't we say farewell? But perhaps we can check in next week if the internet coverage improves yes. or reappears. That would be nice. Yes, please. I'd love that. Okay, bye. <laughs>